It's so easy to focus on getting new business in the door, but guys, I'm telling you, if you go the extra mile with the clients you currently have, I'm going to tell you exactly how that can get you more business. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You are weak. I've had better. Better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. Hey, what's going on, Massive Agents? Welcome to episode number 37 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am Dustin Brome, your host. I'm a realtor in Salt Lake City, Utah with eXp Realty. I'm the founder of Search Salt Lake. That's my real estate team here. And I'm the founder of the Massive Agent Society as well. That's our our lead gen training and support system uh, based on Facebook ads. We do only accept one agent per market to join that society. So if that interests you, if you're looking for a system, a copy and paste, kind of a turnkey system with support afterwards, this is probably for you. Go check that out at Massive Agent society.com to see if your market is still available. There's a map on there that'll show you. And I real quick, before I get into the show, because we're going to talk about going the extra mile, and I'm going to give you specific examples of how that's worked in my life. Okay. Like how, how somebody else going the extra mile has worked to retain my business and how I've gone the extra mile to get more business. This podcast, I started really with the goal of helping you guys to get more business, to, to sell more homes, basically. And that could be done in numerous different ways. It's, and it's not all about just getting leads. Getting leads is extremely important. And we talk a lot about lead gen and, and we will continue to, but it's so easy to focus on, on, on getting new business rather than focus on the business, focus on getting business from clients that we have right now. Okay, so we'll talk about that real quick, quick announcement that's uh, that's timely. One week from today, this comes out on September 6th, one week from today, I'm actually going to be speaking at the Housing Wire Engage.Marketing Conference in Dallas, Texas. That's going to be cool. I'm super excited about that. Ryan Serhant is going to be the keynote speaker there. Uh, he's from Million Dollar Listing, and I think he has his own show now on Bravo. I haven't seen it, to be honest, but he's cool. I like him. I, I'll be totally honest. I had no clue who Ryan Serhant was until I saw him on, uh, I think, the Ask Gary V show or something. And then, then he spoke at, at Gary's um, Agent 2021 thing in, in Miami. So I like him. I like what he has to say. He's the keynote speaker there. So that's cool. And then little old me and my buddy Jason Frazier, the founder of The Agent Marketer. He is the moderator of the panel that I'm speaking on. So that's happening September 13th. Thursday, September 13th at 11 a.m. That's one week from today. Holy crap, I got to see. Do I have, okay, I have my flight. I got to make sure I have some other shit figured out. Anyways, I'll be speaking at 11 a.m. And it's a panel on the relationship between an agent and a lender and how lenders are screwing it up and how they're doing things backwards. I have a lot to say on this topic, a lot. So that's going to be a good one. Um, so if you guys, if you're going to be at the engage.marketing conference in Dallas, let me know. I, I think it'd be so cool to do like a massive agent meetup, a massive meetup and meet you guys. I'd love to, to meet you in person. So let me know if you're going to be there. And lastly, before I get into the, the meat of the show today, I'm going to do something that I just thought of literally about a minute and a half ago. I was looking at our iTunes reviews and we were at 84, which for a show that's only 37 episodes in, that's pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'm not, 
I'm not displeased by that at all. I'm, I'm pretty stoked. You guys that have left reviews and ratings, thank you a lot. Thank, thank you a lot. Is that even a thing? Well, it is now. Thank you a lot. Okay. Thank you a lot. A hundred is just such a nice round number. Okay. So what I'm going to do, um, let's do this. So by next week's show, in the next week, we need to get 16 people to leave a review or a rating. A review takes a little bit more time. A rating is so freaking fast and easy. All you have to do is go to it on on the uh, Apple Podcast app, also known as iTunes. You just have to pull up the podcast. You have to rate it, and then that's where you give it the number of stars, and then submit. You don't have to leave a review unless you want to. That's awesome if you do. I always appreciate reviews, but a rating is awesome too. So we need 16 people at least within the next week. If we hit 100 reviews by next week's show, I will pick one random winner and not just of the new reviews, but everybody who's left one. Okay. I'm going to go back and pick somebody and they're going to win a free, uh, an hour of coaching with me. Okay. I'm going to, we're going to get on a Skype call or FaceTime or whatever, and an hour of free coaching from me. Uh, we can talk about whatever you want and I can help guide you to, to where I think you should be wanting to be coached. And We'll just do that for free for one winner. I'll pick randomly, but we have to hit a hundred reviews by next week. So if you haven't just get on there and do it. And here's the thing. If you leave a review and and you put your username in there, I'll know who you are. If you leave a rating, I don't have, I have no clue who you are. So to enter, here's what you have to do. Take a screenshot of the review or the rating that you've left and send it to us on Facebook or Instagram. Just send us a message through our Facebook page, the Massive Agent Podcast Facebook page, or at Massive Agent on Instagram. Send us the screenshot, show us you did it, you're entered, I'll pick someone randomly. Cool. Okay, so like I said before, we all want more deals and it's so easy to focus on getting new leads and new clients, right? And we should be doing that. But at the exact same time, we need to be getting business from the clients that we have right now. That doesn't just mean the clients we're currently under contract with or in escrow with. If you guys say that in your state, we don't say in escrow in Utah. I think it's a weird thing to say. We're under contract. And you probably think I'm weird for saying under contract instead of in escrow. That's cool. I am weird. Now, a great way to do that. And, and this, okay, this is going to help you in so many different ways as an agent with getting better reviews from clients, with getting referrals from clients, with with just like being a great agent. And I mean, it's going to lead to so much more business. Great agents get more business naturally through reviews and through referrals. And I also believe that if you're doing the right thing for long enough, it, it just, you know, karma builds up. Call it whatever you want. Call it karma. Call it the universe aligning. I mean, whatever the hell you want to call it. You know what I'm talking about. By doing the right thing long enough, it's going. You're gonna, you're gonna find luck. Luck. You're gonna stumble upon some luck. Okay. You're gonna create it, and that means randomly you get a phone call. Hey, I need to list my million dollar house now. To kind of help help you understand what I'm talking about here, I'm gonna tell you how. I'm gonna tell you why I'm working with with the title guy that I work with, the escrow officer that I work with exclusively. The reason why I do is it was a few years ago now that we had this deal. There were some delays involved on the financing, and it was just kind of a pain in the ass. It was a it was a listing, and and we my client lives out in rural Utah. Uh, like they don't even have cell coverage sometimes, uh, depending on where in town they are. Like it's it's out there. It's a it's a couple hours from Salt Lake City, 
and there was a, a snowstorm. We needed them to sign some docs or there was going to be a deadline that was missed and cause all sorts of hell. And so I was trying this title guy out because the title person I was working with prior had some medical issues and, and they were getting out of the of the industry. I was trying this new guy out and you know, and I thought, hey, this is cool. But what was really cool is when the client could not drive to the title company because of a snowstorm, he actually drove himself through the snowstorm, through rural Utah, up into the canyon and then, you know, into rural Utah to go get signatures and then drive back. And he did this like in the evening. Okay. So he had to cancel family plans. You know, he's married, he has kids. And, and he pushed all of that just to make sure that my client was taken care of and that we got the deal done on time. By doing that, I am so loyal to him that anytime anyone, any other salesperson, uh, sales rep from another title company reaches out, I'm, I'm not interested because I'm super loyal because of what he did for, for me and my client. In, in reality, it wasn't that big of a deal, right? Like it's not like he, like it's not like he gave me a kidney, although maybe I should ask him to. Maybe I'll test him. I'll test him and I'll let you guys know what happens next week. No, I, it's not like he's giving me a kidney. It's something that most people won't do. They're like, oh, you know, we'll just have to get it tomorrow because it's the close of business. And oh my God, did you know there's a snowstorm? Well, yes, it's winter in Utah. That happens. And that's why we have snow tires and know that know how to drive at least some of us. But because of that, I will be loyal forever. There's lots of other businesses out there or salespeople or service providers that do stuff like this, that even though I'm in marketing and I'm pretty cynical and I know what people are doing, it still is effective on me. When I get a thank you card, when I get a thank you card from the dentist that I just went to for the first time or or from the car dealership that I just got a new car from, or maybe I met with a, with a mortgage person or whatever, and they, and I get a thank you note, like that's cool. And I don't, sometimes, even if it's like a send out card, I don't care. They took the time to do it. And, and so that gets my attention. I, I remember that, okay. That, that puts a little mark in their column in, in the win column for them, right? That like, that just adds up and it's going to be harder for me to look elsewhere when they do stuff like that. That's why I do thank you cards for my past clients. And in fact, I don't do it nearly enough. I need to, I need to do another round of those. I always give them a thank you card at closing always. But then I like to follow up a few months later and, and send them another one and just, you know, see how they're doing. Here's other things you can do besides thank you cards and besides driving through a snowstorm to go get signatures, things you can do to wow your clients to go the extra mile and to make sure that they refer you to everyone. This is what turns clients into raving fans forever. Just by, just by, like, if you have a transaction that there's no hiccups, it's smooth, there's no delays, there's nothing, everything goes according to plan, that's awesome. But I almost think it's better for you if there are some hiccups that you have to help solve. It's better for you because then you can come in and be the savior. You can be the hero, right? So one of the best things you can do is meet a client where it's most convenient for them. Okay, if they work until, you know, if they don't get home from work till six, you don't want them, you know, driving 30 minutes across town again to meet with you at your office. I mean, sure, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. But if you could then just meet them at their place and make it super convenient, that's going the extra mile. Okay, they're going to remember that, that you drove 30 minutes across town to meet them so they didn't have to. They're going to remember that. If maybe there's a delay and your seller has to move out of their house before they buy their new one, and but now there's a delay and there's like a two-day difference where they're homeless, 
get him a hotel room. You know, get them a hotel room, um, figure out if there's somewhere that, that they can park the moving truck or store their stuff for a couple days. Help them figure that out. Make it easier. Spend a couple hundred bucks to get them a hotel room for a couple nights. Take that stress off their shoulders. They will remember it forever because that's crunch time. When when the deal has already been delayed, that's when it gets really emotional. It, it, at the very end is when it's most critical that you wow your clients because you could be an absolute rock star all through the whole thing until the very end. If you do something to piss them off at the very, very, very end, that's all they remember. Unfortunately, that happened to me once. Okay. It, it sucks, but I remember, ugh, I'll tell you the story. I, I did an awesome job. It was a client that was referred to me by somebody else and we got in their place. We got a this was before it was a crazy hot seller's market. We got them a great deal. They now have hundreds of thousands of dollars in equity. Uh, this was like five five years ago or something. They have a crap load of equity. But at the time, it was just a great house uh, at a good price. So it was weird. There was a miscommunication with getting them their keys. Okay, so I had told them that, hey, um, you know, it's going to fund and record between noon and, and 5 p.m. I have an appointment until 3-ish. And I don't remember the exact time, but you get it. I have an appointment till three-ish. So if it records before then, I can meet you as soon as the appointment ends and give you your keys. Somehow that didn't get heard or maybe I didn't communicate it properly or whatever, but they were waiting for me at the house for like two hours. And and so they're just waiting there. They couldn't get in. Their dad was chirping in their ear that, you know, this guy's an asshole and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, like I show up with their keys and it should have been this, this happy deal, but they were pissed. Like they were so visibly and noticeably irritated with me. And there, there was no coming back from that. I talked to them after and, and apologized. And I was like, look, miscommunication or whatever. I couldn't overcome that. I haven't, it's one of those clients that just, you know, they didn't have the best experience because of that last little thing. And it sucks, but it's a learning experience for me. And now it can be one for you too. Now, hopefully you can avoid that, but, uh, you know, if you stack up a bunch of things that you've done throughout the process to wow them, it's going to be a lot harder at the end for them to forget about that stuff. So if there's a delay, help the seller out, do what you can. Or if the buyer, maybe they have to move out of their apartment and, and they were going to move right into their new place, but there's a delay there. Oh crap. You know, they have no place to go. Try to help them do that. If that means spending 150 bucks and getting them a hotel room, just do that. It's well worth it to, to take that stress off their shoulders. Cause when that happens for especially first time home buyers, there is nothing more stressful for them at that time than that. So take the stress off their shoulders and they will love you forever. Then there's maybe there's an out of town seller and, and the house needs to be cleaned or something I just did this morning. Uh, we found out that the FHA appraisers requiring this little uh, hole in the stucco be patched and you know, the seller lives out of town and they could have hired a contractor. Sure. And, and I could have been like, well, that's, you know, that's not my job. Uh, they could have hired a contractor. It would have taken probably a few days at least to get someone out there for such a small job. And, and we can't close, uh, we can't close until the appraiser checks that off. So that stucco had to be patched immediately. What I did, I became a YouTube certified contractor. It's beautiful. I went on YouTube. I searched how to patch a stucco hole. I found out, oh, I can go get some pre-mixed stucco at Home Depot. It cost me seven bucks for a tub. Then I bought a little trowel thingy for an extra five. I was into it for 12 or 13 bucks. So I, I went down to the listing. I patched it myself. I sent a photo to the buyer's agent. I said, here we go. Done deal. Get the appraiser back out. That's it. The seller loves it. 
Okay, I saved them a few hundred bucks and I saved them further delay. You just have to get shit done sometimes. And I'm telling you, becoming a YouTube certified contractor, I'm, I'm seriously considering maybe a Facebook ad campaign that, uh, you know, hire me, I'm YouTube certified, you know, and see what happens with that. You know, maybe the garage is a mess and you don't want the buyer to, to show up and be like, what the hell, you know, this isn't in broom swept condition at all. And so go over there or have someone go over there and sweep the garage out, you know, just get it clean, do what you need to do mow the lawn, water the lawn. Uh, there's been a lot of listings that I've, that I've sold where, uh, it was vacant and, you know, and in the summertime in Utah, it has to be watered frequently. If you don't have an automatic system, that's very hard to do. So go over there and water it, uh, go mow the lawn, right? Go pull some weeds. Just think of what you can do to make your client's life easier and save them time and save them money and do those things. Okay. Because look, most of us go into the transaction. We're like, I'm a full service realtor. And you know, Hey, I, I want this much in commission because I'm a full service realtor. And most of us can't even define what the hell that means. Well, why don't you show them what the hell that means by being literally a full service realtor who waters the lawn, who sweeps the garage, who patches the fricking stucco, who, you know, who paints a wall, who deodorizes, whatever it is. That's being a full service realtor in my book. So do that shit. Another way to go the extra mile is to prepare your clients as much as you possibly can ahead of time of what to expect coming down the road. Okay. Anticipate questions that they might have and answer them ahead of time. Okay. Remember this. Okay. The quote doesn't directly relate, but you'll get the point. The confused mind says no. Because the confused mind is worried. The confused mind, you know, is like, well, I, I can't do anything because I don't, you know, I don't get it. I don't understand. If they don't understand the transaction, if they, if they don't understand what the next few steps are, it's hard for them to, to move forward on any of it, right? So prepare them. This is key for, for you guys that are working with first-time home buyers that you're trying to get them to make their first offer, but they're super hesitant because they're intimidated by the offer. We all understand that if you've never made an offer, if you're not an investor, if you're not an agent and you, and you've never made an offer, it's intimidating. It's like, Oh my God, I'm because you see it on HGTV and it's like, we're making an offer and that, you know, send out a freaking press release offer made. It's, we all know how easy and simple it is and how many outs they have. So it's not even really binding for two to three weeks. Anyways, make sure they understand that. Okay. One of the things that I started doing that Whenever I had one of those clients, it was like, eh, I love the house, but uh, I don't know if we were ready to make an offer yet. You just need them to make the first offer. Once they make the first offer, it's kind of the the icebreaker, right? The, the first person into the pool, they're like, oh, the water's fine. Cool. Then they jump in. But nobody wants to be the first one into the pool because it might be freezing. It might be, well, it'd be weird if it was boiling, but you get the point. Maybe in Phoenix, because you guys are freaks and live, in, live where it's 130 degrees. Oh, man. And I thought, I thought Utah summers were hot. What is wrong with you guys? Salt Lake City is beautiful in the summer. So any of you guys in Phoenix who maybe want to trade 125 degree temps for 102, we can do that. So my Search Salt Lake team is hiring. We are looking for some agents to work with us. So if you're in Phoenix, let's move you to Salt Lake and you can uh, can join the team. How about that? And save yourself an extra 20 degrees in the summer. Man, I get off on these weird tangents. See, the squirrel is back as a... The squirrel is our most frequent guest on the show, hands down. 
the squirrel is the guest and he's back today. And uh, so see, now I'm rambling, trying to get back to where I was. The confused mind says, no, yes, there we go. Get the client to make their first offer. And to do that, okay, to do that, you just have to tell them what an offer looks like, what, what that process looks like. You say, okay, if you guys like this house, here's what I have to do. I myself have to go back to my office. I have to put a bunch of numbers down on a, on the contract. The same contract is used for every single buyer here in Utah. And, you know, it's going to have the price. It's going to have the earnest money. And of course, you've already explained earnest money to them. It's going to have the deadlines and say, here's all the protections for you. So, you know, if this house ends up not being the one for you, or there's an issue, or you drive by at night and realize I can't live in this neighborhood, you still have protections. And here's when your deadlines are. And then all I need you to do is open up your email, click a few buttons, and the offer is signed. And then I, as your agent, send it over to the listing agent and we wait for their response. Once they get it in their mind and can visualize the process, do you think it's easier for them to do? Of course it is. So break it down for people. Okay. Make it easy for them to visualize doing. Then when it comes time to actually make the offer, it's easy. Then once they've made the first offer, every offer after that is going to be easy to get out of them. You just have to get that icebreaker offer, especially with first time buyers. Okay, so we jumped around a lot. The squirrel, sh- the squirrel, the the squirrel showed up as usual, which surprises precisely none of you, I'm sure. But you get the point here. Okay, we all hear that. Oh, go the extra mile. I gave you some specific examples of how to do that and why it's important. Figure out how to do that for your current clients and all future clients and your past clients too. And I promise you, you will. It, it may take a few months maybe a year, maybe two years, but I promise you the referrals will start flowing and you're going to be pleasing all the new clients that come in and they're going to produce referrals. So you've got to start thinking a year, two, three down the road, especially when the market turns, you want to have that referral machine crank in with, with clients that you've really pleased and wowed years prior. Get that going now, guys. Okay. And to remind you, we do have an Alexa flash briefing, which is awesome. Seven days a week, every single day, 365, we have a 60 to 90 second flash briefing on Alexa. You don't have to have an Echo device to listen. You can actually listen on the Alexa app. You could listen on Amazon desktop. All you have to do is go enable the massive agent minute. That's what we call it. The massive agent minute. Isn't that brilliant? Totally brilliant. Yeah. On your Alexa app or on Amazon desktop, just go search for skills, search for massive agent, enable the the flash briefing, boom. Then all you have to do is say, Alexa, play my flash briefings. And all the briefings you've subscribed to will play and you'll get a new little tidbit or idea or rant or story or strategy or whatever from me every single day right on your Alexa device, totally free. And if you guys have been listening to that, I would appreciate the hell out of you if you'd leave a review because that helps our flash briefing stand out from all the other real estate related flash briefings out there. And I got to be honest, I think that the Massive Agent Minute is definitely the best. We just need people to see it and listen to it so they can know. So th- I had a big week this week with uh, with EXP. We had I have a few new agents who are coming over. A couple of them are from this show, which is awesome. A couple of you guys listening. So that's cool. I'm super excited to work with you. And someone else was a referral from another agent. But uh, it's it's growing fast. It's super exciting because um, like most brokerages out there, it's all about you know how much does it cost to do a transaction, basically. 
you know, if you're looking at what's your commission split, what's your transaction fee, what are the fees you have to pay to the brokerage, are there any royalties? And my God, if if you're still with a brokerage that has royalties, it's 2018. You don't need that crap anymore. Get out of there. I don't I don't care where you go. Just get out of there. Royalty fees are ridiculous. But it it's really cool to have your hands on on a great brokerage to, so you can, you know, it's it's a pretty dang good brokerage uh, with a lot of features, a lot of marketing tools, the KV Core website and CRM platform, which I am in love with now. I'm using it for more and more Facebook ads. It captures leads like crazy, and we get that as EXP agents, which is awesome. But I'm I'm learning more and more. It's just a great brokerage. But aside from that, on top of that, on top of the commission you can get from doing transactions, you can actually get paid a percentage of of what other agents are closing. Okay, so out of the company's dollar. Okay, so so with EXP, you're paying. Uh, out of each transaction until you cap, you're paying 20% uh, to the company. Out of that 20% to the company, uh, they pay out whoever brought you into eXp. They pay out your sponsor. Okay, so so it's a way for you to, just by getting some other agents to come work with you at your brokerage, and they can be anywhere eXp is open. That's US and Canada. They don't have to be in your local market. You get paid a piece of every single deal that they close forever, as long as they're with, with the brokerage. So you can see the opportunity there if you're somewhat influential or even if you know a couple agents in your market who are frustrated with their current brokerage. Do you think you know a few agents who are frustrated with their brokerage and they're looking for something new? Of course. Here's here's what I'm telling you to do, okay? And this is exactly how you can get other agents sponsored. If you come join eXp, this is exactly how you can get other agents to come join you. It's the same thing I'm doing here. I'm getting you to watch a video. The video, it's a a webinar. It's about 25 minutes. It does all the heavy lifting. It visually breaks down what the brokerage is all about, how it works, the numbers. How does the revenue sharing work? What do those numbers look like? How much money can you actually make by sponsoring others? How much money uh, will you actually pay into the company and fees and all that stuff? It breaks it all down. It shows you how there's six different ways to get company stock gifted to you. Okay, like I can buy out of every out of every transaction, I I take five percent of my commission and I buy company stock with it because it's at a twenty percent discount. I see that as a good thing. But besides that, I get gifted company stock by closing my first deal of the year by, you know, someone who I sponsored when they close their first deal. There's other milestones, you know, like once you cap, they'll, um, and then once you reach another level past that, they'll actually give you all your cap of $16,000 back in company stock. It's awesome. So this video shows all that. Massiveagentpodcast.com slash EXP. Massiveagentpodcast.com slash EXP. Click play. That's it. That's all I'm asking you to do. I'm not asking you to go and switch brokerages because Dustin said so. I want you to find out. I want you to take 25 minutes to find out if what I'm so excited about would excite you too. That's it. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. It's not for everybody. I'll admit that. And that's totally fine. If you're 150,000% happy where you're at, awesome see what someone else is doing. And then that might even solidify why you like your brokerage so much. Okay. Watch a video is all I'm trying to get you to do. Massiveagentpodcast.com slash EXP. And if you like what you see or have questions, reach out. Let me know. Simple as that. Okay, guys. I hope you have an amazing weekend. I hope you had a great Labor Day weekend last year, last year, last weekend, this 
the most recent weekend. But if you picked up nothing from the show, I want you to realize that you can really wow your clients right now and that'll lead to future business. Okay, so focus on that, figuring out how you can wow them by going the extra mile, by doing little teeny things that are inexpensive, that don't take much time, that may not take any money at all, just some effort and you will get more business, I promise you. Thanks for listening, guys. Go sell some homes. This is Dustin Brome signing off. Take care. 